Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk. This is the E3 Ubisoft Special 2018. I'm your host, Kamran Shishtar, along with... James Seelig. Sorry about uh, the Bethesda and Square Enix episodes. We forgot to completely tell you who we were. If those were like the first and only episodes you listened to, you'd probably be like, I, don't, I have no idea who's talking right now. Who are these guys? Yeah. So, why am I listening to this? Exactly. Like, I mean, why are you listening to this, actually? You got, what are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> go ride a bike at night and yell at people with a Fallout power armor helmet on. That's what I'd do. Yeah. That headlamp has got to be useful for something. Yeah. <laughs> Through a radiation storm. But okay. So, uh, Ubisoft started off. I think they started off. We might have mixed up the first two. But uh, they showed some Mario Rabbids. Mm-hmm. DLC, I believe. The Donkey Kong? Yeah, they're doing a new DLC story with Donkey Kong being the main character. Looks actually kind of interesting. I, I liked the the original, the base game of uh, Mario Rabbids. It was, it was pretty good. Like, it got surprisingly hard, though. Like, way fast. Like, I haven't finished it because I was trying really hard not to bump it down to, diffic- like, a lower difficulty. But it's getting to the point where I kind of just want to finish it. <laughs> so I might just say, like, cheap baby mode or whatever. I don't know. So it's got that full XCOM difficulty? It's so hard. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, it's like there, there are so many levels that start off with, like, just kill six enemies. You're like, oh, that's not that hard. There's only, there's like a few enemies around. And then just, it has no problem with just having enemies keep spawning and just way overrunning you. And do it. It's doing way more damage to you than you do to them. It's ridiculous. You're also, being overrun by rabbits. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, Thank it's you. also uh, team damage is also a problem that I've been dealing with. That's just annoying. Okay. Yeah. Gotta be careful. Yeah. So Donkey Kong coming in uh, should be a fun time with that. Oh, that was another one where they did a weird. Um, a music performance for that oh yeah yeah they did but, do one but at the same time they did it to a trailer so they basically just had a trailer running and they the, with the music being live so but if you were just watching the trailer you didn't really notice so that i personally didn't have too much of an issue with because at least they were showing off the new content for the game as the performance was going and it wasn't just a random music performance yeah it, like ubisoft this year did the best involving like music or musical performances like bethesda's was weird it was yeah. just weird they um, had a pretty tight sony you'll hear from us later about how they did it uh but before this also like we weren't really talking about it but just dance 2019 like they had that whole intro with like a crazy panda man yeah. and all these weird street people coming out of the cuts and shit and you're like, oh my god, and then the trumpet tears, and uh, I, I don't. There's a bunch, bunch of shit, bunch of shit's going on, and it's just about dancing. We don't, we're not big dancers, so it's not something that suits us personally. But it was a good intro. I was like, okay, this is yeah. better than the others musically, so I'm, yeah. I'm fine with I, this. I've never played any of the Just Dance games, but I, I understand they're crazy popular. Yeah. Uh, third, we got Beyond Good and Evil Two. Uh, I have never really played the first one. I know a lot of people are in love with the first one. It's like a big cult yeah. classic, or maybe it's bigger than cult classic. I'm honestly not too sure. It's one of those ones I, I kind of want to go back and try to play the HD remake that they did like a few years ago. It, it 
I played a little bit. Of, I think I played a demo for it, and I was like, that, "This is really cool. I might get it like the whole game." But I just never did. And now that there's a second one coming out, I'm definitely more enticed to go back and try to play it. Yeah, and I think if we saw correctly, the protagonist from the first game, Jade, she's coming yeah. back, and she that... seems like she's maybe the villain. But who knows? Maybe she's under mind control. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. But like when she showed up at the very end, and the the chef, she's like jade i i lost my shit I, I like i'm not even that into the game i just know the character jade from the little bit that i played and i was like what how she's evil now what happened i gotta play this game uh what was crazier for me uh joseph gordon levitt comes onto the stage yeah and uh, he's basically collaborating with them with his uh, current studio hit record and yeah. providing art for the game itself. And it was just interesting the way that, I guess, like, the creators are just merging with film a little bit in that type of industry, just kind of... Well, I thought it was interesting that basically they they wanted the world... It sounded to me that they wanted to make the world seem like a more realistic place, I guess. Better so, visual storytelling. Yeah, so for... Uh, any place where there might be graffiti art or anything that they would normally have to figure something out to do, they're just going to concentrate on doing the gameplay, I guess, and doing the the world architecture and stuff. But as far as art that's going to be populating the world, they want that to be a collaborative effort with just like anyone can upload their stuff to Joseph Gordon-Levitt's site to be used for... Uh, beyond good and evil too, which I think is interesting. I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like a game kind of made by fans at the same time, so yeah. there's like full collaboration. It's really yeah. There's... It's a, it's an interesting new take that I it, most likely most people will come out of it pretty happy because it's like oh I had a part in this. Not many fans can usually say that about yeah. a game. That's the idea. Is it's it's not supposed to be a thing where it's like, oh, they're just stealing people's art. It's like, no, they're asking for people to contribute to something that they love. That's yeah. the idea anyway. It's got a good message, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We then got some Division 2, which we also got at the Microsoft press conference. Uh, that's going to be releasing, thank God, not this year, but next year, uh, March 15th, 2019. This one takes place in Washington, D.C. In the summer. Yeah, so very hot, very, uh, looks like kind of disease, had a fun time everywhere. Yeah, it looks like the swamps were claiming D.C. Pretty fast, actually. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it, it takes place not too long after the first game. No, it's like, it's literally the next summer, I think. Yeah, so yeah, so within the same year, um, it spread out, like, I believe the virus... Did the virus itself spread out, or was it just, I think it they... stayed in Manhattan, and then... Oh, right, that would still be East Coast, huh? Yeah, it's still, yeah, DC and New York aren't too far. No. So, I don't know, that is a good question. I yeah. assumed that they, that the whatever terrorist cell released the virus, they just did it in multiple places. Like, it Something wasn't like just that, New York. Maybe, yeah. I, honest, I feel like they said it, but we're just, you'll, you'll find out, either if you like it enough, you'll know. I really liked their plan for DLC, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's all the DLC is going to be free, and then the first year they're having three big expansions for it. Yeah, I don't know if they 
meant free DLC expansions for the entire lifespan of the game or just the first year is going to be free and then after that you got to do like the year two season pass or something. I mean, either way, we'll that's still like a good deal. Yeah, that's the thing. With. It's like, I, I still do like that, at least for the first year, they have a plan of three story cha- uh, chapters that they're going to release. And in between those is like a, a title update and some other uh, update to the game. I, I think that's super cool. And that's good for us too, especially because... When we played the first one, we played it super late, and by the time we were like, oh, do we want to do the DLC, we looked at the price, and it was still full, and we are like, eh. Yeah. And by the time it was on sale, it was just kind of too late. We were just like, oh, I'm kind of over this, until, yeah. honestly, Division 2 or something, like, we got Destiny 2 coming right now. Uh, do you think they're going to bother with the Dark Zone? Um, we'll find out in time. We, I mean, they got, like, uh, if it's March, they still have, like, nine months. Yeah, yeah, they have nine months before it even comes out, so they got time. Cause... And then they also said a uh, big thing was the eight-player raids. So raids oh, are coming, yeah, and they're like eight players is, at least for people to play Destiny, that's two more than the usual. So should be interesting. And then oh, didn't they say they had uh, multiple classes now, too? You kind of like a, a guy that was heavy, oh, yeah. uh, sniper, and then like um, more of a they said something... crossbow guy. They, they said they were going to concentrate more on the end game. So once you finish the game, hit the level cap, then you choose which a specialization, yeah. which is like one of three tiers, which kind of reminded me of Destiny's uh, three you know, hunter, titan, warlock classes. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. That's super interesting. Yeah, and that, that, that does makes... give more replayability too. It also probably plays well into the raids, having specialized classes. Like, I imagine if it's going to be like a, a traditional World of Warcraft or Destiny or whatever other like multiplayer game raid, it's probably going to be useful to have some people playing as tanks, other people playing as healers, other people being DPS. So... That I imagine that's probably why they decided to do spe- specialization and stuff like that. Sounds super cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then uh, we got some Skull and Bones news, or more like a lot more trailers yeah, and it's stuff. Yeah, got a story or... apparently. Yeah, and the multiplayer looks pretty interesting. Like people, like other players, drop in, drop out. Really, uh, with yeah. their other ships that can kind of aid you and then fuck you over right after they help you. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder how that works, but it basically looks like just Assassin's Creed Black Flag, but just the ship stuff. And you, like, even when you do boarding, it, it's you don't actually go over and do it yourself. It just does it automatically. Yeah, so it seems like it's going to be a lot more, it won't be as depthful with it as Assassin's Creed 4 was. Yeah. It's really just like the ships, which... It has its ups and downs, especially with like Sea of Thieves there, where like Sea of Thieves is like, oh, you're part, you're part of a crew, you're on a boat together doing this stuff. This one's like, you have your own ship, other people can play, they also have their own ships, and you can team up, fight each other, do whatever. Um, it's really like, do you hear about ship or do you hear like more about crew? It's that kind of thing. But also this one obviously looks a lot more realistic, and it's just, it looks a shit ton more massive. I wonder, I I can't remember if they showed off you customizing your captain or if you choose like a 
like one of a few kinds of captains and that determines like a special ability or something possibly i don't know i, I feel like it's gonna have a lot more customization if anything yeah just because you're gonna be on that ship a lot so you want to do Definitely. as much like of your own freedom as much as you can and then they said uh there's a beta coming and it's releasing next year hmm. yeah i'm 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 kind of excited like uh, I guess right now I'm more of like, I can't wait for the Western games and stuff, because Red Dead Redemption 2, but eventually I'll get back into Pirates again, probably, because that's another fun genre I yeah. enjoy with that theme. I was kind of hoping that Ubisoft, after Black Flag, was so popular and just, like, so good that they would split the Assassin's Creed series into, you know, like, the regular Assassin's Creed games and then a pirate series. That was basically Assassin's Creed, but you're just pirates. I kind of hoped that they would call it, like, Pirate's Code or something like that. It kind of plays up, like, Assassin's Creed, Pirate's Code. I don't know. But it could have been cool, but I guess they're just going to make Black... Or... Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. That's what it is. Yeah. But, eh. Yeah. Uh, after that, they showed us their game transference... And yeah. that one's coming sometime in the fall, I believe, to that like VR, PS4, Xbox One. And it's being made not only by Ubisoft Montreal, it's also uh, Spectre Vision, or Spectre Vision, I believe that's how you name it, say it. Uh, that one is Elijah Wood's company. Yeah, they brought Elijah Wood on stage yeah, this one. Yeah, they just got all the, they're like, oh, let's get all these big time people. And I'm like, you don't normally, if you have someone really famous come out for a game, it's usually people that honestly didn't work on it, and they're just kind of there for the show. Like, oh, let's show these people yeah. off and go, oh my god. This one, it's sort of still like you're showing off a big-name actor, like with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and with Elijah Wood, but it's like, hey, I'm working on the game because I actually own a company that's yeah uh, collaborating on this and everything else. And it's like, okay, this is different. Like, yeah, it basically transference looked like an interesting mix between VR game and uh, live action scenes. So yeah. it seems I'm basically guessing... the VR is going to be Ubisoft Montreal. The live action will be Elijah Wood Studio. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. And that's going to be cool. Um, we'll see when I get there. Uh, just because it's a little weird. I mean, the whole thing's weird, really. Yeah. Uh, especially if you have VR, it seems like that's the best way to play it, if anything. Uh, eventually, maybe if I have a headset, I'd, that's something I definitely want to yeah, do. I think the tagline was "Escape a distort a distorted mind" or something like that. Yeah, yeah, creepy. Definitely. After that, we got Starlink Battle for Atlas, and I think they showed a yeah. character you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I and then brought a man out you enjoy. I was so like just excited for a second because i thought they were just going to announce a whole new just just a Star Fox game i didn't think it was we're still making Star Fox here at ubisoft yeah i was like wait what ubisoft is making Star Fox? i was wrong <laughs> but yeah they showed off starlink battle for atlas i think like last year at e3 and unfortunately for them, this was Ubisoft's attempt to try to get into the Toys for uh, Toys to Life game, and that was before Disney Infinite, Disney Infinite, Disney uh, Infinity, Infinity. That's what yeah. it was. Uh, they 
Went before under. they shut down entirely. And now Lego Dimensions as well. And Lego it's now Dimensions just... It's just uh, Amiibos. Skylanders still going? I think Skylanders is still going, so it's just Skylanders and Amiibos. Yeah. Those are the last two. Which so, basically half survived, half didn't. Yeah. So Ubisoft basically said, you know what? Let's try to do that too. And right as every half of them were jumping ship. Yeah. And speaking of ships... Their concept was ships, basically. Yeah. They it was and the weird thing is you strap your ship to your controller. I really don't get that. Well, I, then you also make ship sounds and you kind of start <laughs> fly, flapping your arms a bit. You basically just play with the toy. Yeah. I mean, with the with the Star Fox inclusion, you'll put on a furry tail, put on some ears, and oh, good they to go. get, if they have a special edition with like the Star Fox Scouter, I would buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> but uh yeah so basically it it's a toys to life game you it's a space shooter and the ship that you fly around with in game is the you have a real life toy version of it that you strap to your controller i don't know how that works with playstation or xbox but uh i guess you just plug it in to the usb port or something I, it kind of makes more sense for the Switch because the Switch actually has like an NFC reader in the controllers. But Oh, uh, yeah, for the Amiibos. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, you basically you strap this toy ship that's about the same size as your whole freaking controller to your controller. And depending on the pieces that you have on that ship, that's what your ship uses in-game. Hmm. So if you need missiles or something instead of a laser, you could you know quickly swap out the weapon parts you have and it'll change in game supposedly instantly so that concept is interesting uh but i was not that interested in it until they had a short trailer where they basically said hey for switch exclusive character you can play star fox and we're even going to sell a uh one of the starlink ships that looks like a star fox r-wing that again you gotta strap to your controller and i'm it's so weird that i'm really not that interested in the story of star of atlas or battle for atlas or whatever which apparently it does have its own story it would it looks kind of well done i guess but i'm mostly just excited that star fox is in it and it kind of looks like a star fox team when you're playing as star fox so interesting but uh, i don't know We'll see how expensive that is. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm assuming if it's a ship like that big, probably gonna each go like what fifteen twenty bucks or something. Uh, at least. I mean, I could not believe how big the ship was when they showed someone playing the game. I was like, "Are you serious?" Have a little kid just like I can't hold it anymore. Yeah, how heavy are those things? Like, unless it's really cheap light plastic, that's gonna be just not fun to hold for a while i'm sure they had it at e3 some people can weigh in on it i mean yeah. literally weigh in on it like, yeah. oh, this is, uh, how much it uh yeah and then last two uh they showed some new for honor stuff so it's kind of they're yeah. kind of treating this like they they're doing with uh, rainbow six siege where it's just kind of like it's one title oh, and they're going to continue releasing stuff for it which uh with what they showed me it wasn't exactly what they showed me that interested me it was the concept of what could possibly come next after this then if they're just doing this and then like what else they can go for yeah uh they showed the their like big dlc coming out which is called marching fire it kind of gives the chinese faction in called uh the wu lin 
and I yeah. believe there's four new fighters you can choose from. And so basically, besides like Vikings, knights, and like samurai, you got these guys. Um, which for me, thinking like that, and what I kind of would want, like I, I haven't you you have four on it, right? Yeah, I bought it on Xbox when it first came out, but I I dropped off pretty quick because when it when it first launched, it had really bad connectivity issues. Actually, because they said you can get the first one, the starter part like the starter edition for free yeah they ha- they're putting it out for free on pc through origin till I tonight i thought it would no, it was you play origin va oh you're right yeah huh what did you do i don't know <laughs> congratulations sir you bought three copies of battlefront 2 oh no <laughs> <laughs> no um I actually still, I, I was trying to get it. I don't know why, for some reason, I couldn't find it on Uplay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look one more time, because I think they said it was until, um, this is actually, right now we're recording, was the last day, and I think it's, what, an hour and seven minutes till midnight, so I will want to check on that really yeah. fast again before and be like, oh, I want to get this, just, I haven't gotten this game yet, so I'm like, well, get it for free on PC, I'm fine with that, and then yeah. if I really like it, I can eventually get the DLC for it later. But what I'm excited about for it is if they like all this stuff, what I would want to see is maybe be like, oh, let's throw in some Aztec stuff later. And you got like a Jaguar Warrior, an Eagle Warrior, stuff Ooh, like that. Um, everything else they could they could do like, um, I mean, I'd always love more Persian stuff. Throwing yeah. some Persians there, maybe some Immortals or something. Who knows? It would, it would just be it would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And then the last thing, which for me was probably the biggest thing they showed. They saved the best for last. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, yeah. I'm actually really interested in that. I, so I'm excited, but I didn't want it to come out. I was like, please don't say this year. Tell me it's coming out next year. Please tell me you're still doing the every other year now and just kind of taking away that fatigue that will. It's not if it's when it's going to eventually come back again because it will if you're doing it every single year even if it is really fun just you know you just there's so much stuff always coming and it happened last time last time though there were like bugs and co-op problems with like unity and other things like that like people just got tired because there was nothing new this one at least it is it does feel like oh this is even more new shit they're throwing in it uh for sure it's ancient greece it takes place during the war between Athens and Sparta, and around that time, that's like uh, early BC. It's still a few hundred years or so before uh, AD. So it is. I would. I want to say it's actually three to four hundred years before Origins, most likely, because Origins takes place Cleopatra. That's like right before. That's like the end of the BC. Yeah. And this one's like. Four or five hundred years BC. I have to look time. into it to be sure. Yeah. So this one takes place before. If anything, if you noticed, there weren't many was, hoods. There was no was... talk of assassins really. This is like uh, pre. It feels like almost like it's pre Assassin's Creed. If, or... I thought they said it was supposed to be a sequel to Origins, sort of. Just not with any of the same characters, but like it was after that game. That wouldn't make any sense though. Like in time, I'm pretty sure. The stuff with Cleopatra happens after, because if it's Rome, the Roman Empire is already extended, and I'm pretty sure that encapsulated Greece at a certain point, too, uh, eventually. Yeah. You're right. 
So and Athens and Sparta, like Greece would be one nation. By well, they they kind of were a lot of nation states for a long time. Yeah, they were they were all city states, but city states. They these ones were like eventually they do become a nation of sorts. Yeah, like eventually. When was Alexander the Great? <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah, so the Macedonian Empire. Uh, this seems like it was all before. I'm not really. Sh- I forget. I, I'm not even. Gonna, that's. I too just love that. I mean. They... Not too historical. I love history, but I I can't really think about that right now because then I have to research it all and I'm going to start reading it all and then I'll just be here for hours like, oh, wow, I didn't know this this, and this. I love that they give you like one of the signature moves that either main character has is the Spartan kick. Oh, my God. (laughs) Straight out of 300. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, please, no, not again. (laughs) I'm Persian. I don't want to deal with this. Uh the crazy thing with this one is, like, the only other time you had two characters was Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which you're playing kind of simultaneously. Like, you can kind of switch off between the siblings from that. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's two separate characters, so they have two separate, like, you just play as one the entire game. It's basically just you choose if you want to be male or female. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure there'll be small little story aspects that are different, but for the most part, it'll probably be the same kind of path, like, endpoint, beginning, everything else. Uh, the male character his name is alexios and then the female her name is cassandra cassandra with a k which yeah. personally i always think why go with the c when you can go with the k everything's mm-hmm. better with a k so i'm like oh cassandra that's that's good um i normally every assassin's creed in game i play i like these are this franchise is in my top five easily right now um but I always only play them once just because I get everything done with it. I try to do as much as I can in the single player version. Unless they like multiplayer, I ignore that. Uh, but usually just once. I don't really replay it. I'm like one and done. Had my fun. This time, I'm interested enough where I'm like, okay, two characters. I would honestly be down for the first time to really play an Assassin's Creed game twice. Especially if it has the amount of choice they're talking about. Because that was the big thing that's different than like Origins and everything else before is there's a lot more choice in this one. So there's, like, different paths for, like, dialogue, for how to, like, go about a mission. Uh, You even have romance options in this one as well. So each character will have different sets of that, I'm pretty sure. And if you could play one way with one and then one with with another, like, you could see kind of how differently things play out with them. So that's another interesting of replayability, and that's... Probably how they're like, oh, why would you want to play as two characters? Oh, you can do different things with each one and each time have like a different outcome. So it's pretty good on their part. Um, yeah. It comes out, I think I said already, but yeah, October 5th. So not yeah, too far soon. away. Yeah, it's, it's very soon. And they didn't have to tell us anything for a while. It was like kind of last minute reveal. But I mean, that's kind of like how you go with the early anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and then I believe ships return now. Like ships, ships yeah, will be back. That was one thing I when it first got leaked that it was going to be uh, in Greece. I actually thought I wonder if they're going to bring back ship travel because of, you know it's the Mediterranean Sea or whatever. It, it there there's a lot of places to travel by boat that way. Yeah, and if I remember what the area. boats were called, they're like Tyremes or something like that. Something like that. Uh, just the ancient Greek vessels or i think they were greek i don't know that could have been something i just remember them from age vampires very uh, very one. flat very wide yeah had a sail and usually some like oars yeah 
But yeah, that was pretty much all there was for Ubisoft. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, definitely probably one of my top games. We'll talk more about that in uh, our third official episode when we talk about like everything post E3 and everything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed. Uh, we still have Sony and Nintendo, and then I believe we will be done with all of our specials. Thank you again for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at SutraSideTalk, or you can email us at SutraSideTalk at gmail.com. Give us feedback, positive or negative. We will take it either way. Thank you and goodbye.